Hello again, everybody. It's uh, Jason Powers. It's Sunday. Um, was it now the 12th? Uh, yep, there's a lot going on, of course, as per usual. Um, obviously, everybody's heard about the banking uh, situation with Silicon Valley Bank. And if you haven't, well... I guess the best thing is to say um, people should try to be calm and um, uh, there's a you know and I played this a couple weeks ago actually as an opening to uh, a musical broadcast I said uh, uh, it was a scene from uh, movie sneakers I find it very uh, very um, I guess apropos scene for what we're going through right now so one of the things that it offered was that uh how to make a bank shaky to sow the perception that it is and i think that's what happened at least in some regards there was actually you know mortgage-backed securities and whatnot and uh the people that uh um, the bank run that took place was caused by panic it was caused by people who are supposed to be uh well in many cases they're supposed to be these highly intelligent tech people who of course uh you know became very scared and they caused their own uh doom actually they uh they made that bank fail at least at least in, in, in the last nail let's just say they didn't <clears throat> what do you say it wasn't their it wasn't their irresponsibility and risk management and whatnot to begin with, but it certainly they uh, they made the the ultimate final decision that would have been something that maybe could have been handled a much better and in a matter of uh, a few days or a couple days they uh, they uh, sowed the seeds of their own destruction by making a tragic error at the most critical time, which of course goes to the point of if uh you know you think about it from the standpoint of these are supposedly it was a, a bank that was heavily tied to all these startup companies who are supposed to be you know innovative and intelligent and decision making and uh, rational and uh not but that didn't exactly turn out to be the case now is it I'm not trying to criticize them all because I don't know every which one of their interests and whatnot. There's probably some that didn't panic, and they'll probably be the ones who wind up getting hurt the worst. But, uh, yeah, but for the ongoing situation, uh, if people will stay calm and don't uh, uh, do anything rash, or emotionally driven or fearful because this is part of I think a larger agenda too I don't know who sowed the seeds there's been blame that's been tossed around there's various actors involved with this uh, some are banks some are personal people that uh, put the wrong messaging out there uh, you know so the whole thing is is <laughs> the funny thing is is many people don't stop to Assess, and I'll be the first to admit that in my life I've I've made some rash choices that got me in trouble. That's why 
right now I, I think this is the most important thing to try to do is to calm allay you know was it allay fears allay the idea that we need to make uh, rash choices I've I've uh, done a lot less of that in my last few years of my life uh, in regards to lots of things uh, we could go over those things but I don't think that's really going to be helpful the idea is is we're all we're all in this together <laughs> to use the old uh, saw from the 2020 COVID area we are literally in this together we're in this country together for F's sake of course we have a lot of people that despise and hate it I don't even think they have a cohesive argument as to why they should hate it but you know what uh, cohesive arguments and non-emotional arguments haven't been really been all that uh, uh, successful <laughs> to try to dis demonstrate why you should you know be on the right right side of this in terms of not panicking and not uh, and uh, not uh, despising the country or putting all, or investing all your uh, hopes and uh, hopes in one person. The hope should be in yourself or your responsibility or taking accountability for what you can do and also taking uh, um, responsibility for the errors that you might make or if you do it immediately, people will respect you more for it. Um, you know, if you immediately say, oh, I think I, I made a mistake. This is what I think we should have done, but this is what I did. People might get annoyed and they might just blow it off and go on. The problem is, is we now have a, well, it's sadly, the biggest problem is we have a generation now that doesn't think that, uh, um, they think that they're perfect. And it's easy to be a critic. It's easy when I say perfect, they're perfectly critical. They can criticize everybody else around them, but they be damned if they'll actually look at, you know, what's wrong with themselves and fix it or attempt to fix it or certainly uh, take a longer view. Um, many of us, you know, can relate to that in ways that they think that we can't and uh, they wouldn't listen. Uh, I guess you could say in many ways I didn't listen either at that age, at this time frame. I mean, there's examples of this going on over and over again. Obviously, there's one that's going around about uh, Stanford Law. It's quite interesting to have people who managed to get an undergraduate degree and managed to get into Stanford Law, and they, yet they can't sit there and actually just listen to a federal judge give a speech, challenge him based upon his speech, you know, engage with the uh, person's opinions and ideas because it is his opinion, but it based upon the law and the structure of the law. And if you find him in a an uh, erroneous position, then you may gain some points. And you also may gain some respect from him. You might also get a job from him. The funny thing about certain people, when uh, they give speeches like that, if you give them a question that makes them think, they're going to look at that as somebody who's who can challenge me, which of course will mean that he'll respect you more. He may not even agree with your opinion, but he might say, well, at least this person can make a, present a cogent argument to, that countermands what I just said. Instead, these people cried and protested and, and uh, just were shameful. 
these are the things that you know are i don't know who's driving this all i know i mean it's administrative and stuff like that but the the mass psychosis or however we want to label it or this this evil uh bug that has gone around which is we're actually far worse now than the virus in in the fact that uh it seems to be ingrained to such a degree that these people can't handle they just can't handle debate they can't handle um ideas they can't handle anything and how they managed to get through an undergraduate degree is beyond me um I mean, I <laughs> I say that because I I mean I barely got through my undergraduate degree, um, and I I went out of my way to <laughs> try to test the limits of that by not going to class, and then just winging it. And uh, nevertheless, I didn't think I did that with my graduate degree. But then again, it's a different time, a little difference in what I was expecting to do. And I'm not bragging about that part of it. It's just something I got but whatever uh, the people now though they're supposed to be <laughs> how are they going to function in a, a society and uh, how are they going to handle things like uh, a failure that's that's another part of this going to handle like failure I'm sorry uh, <clears throat> uh, got a crazy thing going on here uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but anyway, never mind. Uh, so anyways, you know, you had this, this whole generation that how are they going to accept, you know, what are they going to do when the things get really bad here in the future? And we may be able to forestall it for a little while longer, but uh, it's hard to uh, foresee that it won't escalate. Uh, that means that we have to be much more aware of it and try to do the best we can to get through it and tighten our belts and uh, understand that. When I say tighten your belts, doesn't mean you should go out of your way to... It's kind of interesting... One of the things that's problematic, and it's going to happen anyway, is there's going to be a deflationary cycle coming up, coming up, I think, where, well, if the money, well, uh, this is a whole process here, but it's going to take a while, but, uh, sorry, uh, the thing is, is people had better... Uh, Try to do the best you can to continue on the way you've been doing it. Um, things that are good, good decision making. Um, put that in perspective and uh, do the do things that are uh, imp uh, can improve your life. And matter of fact, if uh, you want to do something out of the that's not normally done during this time frame, is if you're going to invest, well. I want to say invest, invest in your own personal skills and uh, innovate, uh, build something, uh, uh, sell something, skills, um, anything you're outputting, 
amongst others, barter, trade, that might work. Because that's going to be very important going forward. Um, I think that will probably be a much more um, robust way to uh, to achieve goals than, uh, than just solely just going to the market. The market's going to be rough. And it's probably not something, well, and by the way, the market, at least on the <laughs> market, has always been a casino. It's going to be even worse with all the various things and various actors doing what they're doing. Uh, the Fed's going to be even more, you know, they're going <laughs> to do any, even more intervention because that's what they do. Or they're going to, they're going to create this, or they're going to create the narrative that's going to introduce you to central bank digital currency because they're going to sell that, and then there's going to be people that are going to hop right on, which is going to be the damn the worst thing they can do. So, but they're going to make ever they're going to scare people so much. The propaganda is going to be so uh, hard on this, and <clears throat> because it'll be right after whatever the collapse is. Sorry, I'm back inside. Whatever the back uh, collapse is coming back. Uh, down the way uh, from this banking uh, situation in maybe three to six months. I know there is a conference this month at, uh, through the Bank of International Settlements. And, of course, there's a Fed meeting. It's around the same time. So you can imagine that there'll be, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what next week's going to hold. I know they're going to probably, they'll, they'll also probably hijack all the, investigations uh into certain things funny that the bank uh situation comes right up at the right just at the right particular moment uh to stop anybody who may uh you know because then this will become the bigger crisis see that's always what they do and it de derails the whole conversation there'll be a derailment uh by the media and, of course, people will jump on that. Now, granted, it's a real crisis. Don't get me wrong. I say real, the real crisis is the fact that uh, it's taken them this long to figure out that the economy is, uh, well, uh, a lot of this was driven by tech layoffs and bad uh, bad, bad bets in the bond market, uh, in particular by this bank, and the exposure that they left available or left people open to. So... I'm going to leave it there for now. I want to make this a short one, and I'm going to upload it uh, to the various outlets that I normally do. So God bless the United States of America, and uh, God save the world.